Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. It's Travis. He makes his greatest tight end of all time. Travis Kelsey from Patrick Mahomes. They always connect. That's why they're so dangerous. They can, like, read each other's minds. They're playing like that. That team is open. Mahomes, end zone. He's got another. Travis Kelsey yet again. You just have a connection like that. It makes it damn near impossible to stop if you're a defender. Man, I love that guy. One five is the ultimate leader. It's my ultimate man right here. Dog. There are two offenses here that are going to cause problems. There's no getting around that. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. So what do you do? How do you handle those offenses if you're a defensive coordinator in this game? Well, we've got a tremendous defensive player on this show, in case you didn't know. His name is Chris Canty. We are, we are brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. And if I was a betting man, and I am, I would bet that Chris <laughs> Canty has an excellent game plan if he is the Philadelphia Eagles to try to stop the aforementioned Patrick Mahomes, who you heard right there just a moment ago. So, Mr. Defensive Coordinator, throw on your headset and tell us how it's done. Well, Carlin, before I tell you how it's done, let me tell you what you're not going to do is blitz Patrick Mahomes. You're not going to bring five-plus rushers in order to affect a passer. Why? Because since Mahomes became a starter in this league in 2018, he's got the highest QBR against the blitz of any quarterback. And he's also got the most passing touchdowns against the blitz of any quarterback over that span. So I don't know that Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, wants to major in bringing pressure in that way. Now, what I will say is it's got to be a lot of hits on the quarterback. Hits on the quarterback are cumulative, especially when you're talking about a quarterback with a high ankle sprain, Carlin. So that four-man rush for the Philadelphia Eagles, they're going to have to step up in a big way. Now, they've been dominant all year long in 19 games, Carlin. They've got 77 sacks, and 60 of them, 60 of them have come on four-man rush. So that, that, get, that tells you that this is a team that can get after the passer with their front four, and they don't have to rely on the blitz. Now, why is it important to hit Pat Mahomes? Because over the last three years, Pat Mahomes is 46-11 as a starter. He's got 67% completion percentage and nearly a 4-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio. Over that same span, Pat Mahomes, when he's hit more than 10 times, Carlin, his record goes to 9-7, and seven, his completion percentage drops from 67 to 62, and his touchdown-to-interception ratio gets cut in half. So that shows you the impact on constant pressure, constant hits on Pat Mahomes. Now, if I'm Jonathan Gannon, what I do is focus on the four-man rush, but it's not always the same down four rushing. And let me help you make that make sense. What I'm talking about is simulated pressures. Bringing defenders from the second and third level of the defense 
off of the edge and dropping out defensive linemen, Carlin. You've seen similar things with zone blitz heavy teams like the Pittsburgh Steelers, but that's one of the things that Jonathan Gannon can do to throw a wrinkle at Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. It's a four-man rush, so you still have seven defenders in coverage, but you just don't know who the rushers are and you don't know who the coverage guys are. I think you have to mix and match in that way, and that allows you to add more speed to your pass rush with linebackers and defensive backs while also maintaining the integrity of the coverages that you're playing. Because you don't want to keep selling out your defensive backs, albeit really good defensive backs for the Eagles. You don't want to keep selling them out and putting them in one-on-one situations with the receiving core from the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, one thing that we've always talked about when we've talked about the four-man rush and the success, uh, specifically when it has come to Tom Brady and what the Giants were able to do in your Super Bowl win and in the Super Bowl win uh, in 2007 and Super Bowl 42, getting pressure not just with four, but specifically up the middle. Now, Brady was not nearly as mobile of a quarterback as Patrick Mahomes is, so I'm wondering what level of importance in the pressure does Fletcher Cox, does Devon Hargrave, uh, and Domigan Sue, Linval Joseph, do those guys play in having to get that pressure up front, whereas it would be right in his face? Well, here's the thing, Carlin. The guys that are rushing have to be tied together, especially against a quarterback like Pat Mahomes, who's a magician when it comes to manipulating the pocket. They have to not only get pressure, but maintain rush lane integrity. And what I mean by that is the four guys are all responsible for quadrants of the quarterback. So there are two guys that are responsible for the upfield shoulders, and there are two guys that are responsible for the lead shoulder or the front shoulder of the quarterback. And so you've got to make sure that in your rush lane you maintain that integrity so you don't open up a seam within the pocket where the quarterback can escape from pressure. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So that's what, that's what Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave and Sue and Linville Joseph, all of those guys have to make sure in getting after the quarterback that you don't open up these huge windows for Pat Mahomes to step up away from pressure, potentially escape, but also windows to deliver the football in the middle of the field with accuracy. So all of those things matter. The guys up front have to be tied together when they're rushing the quarterback, Carlin. They all have to work together, especially when you're talking about going up against a really good offensive line in the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's the other thing that really intrigues me about this, and I was, we were talking about this statistic a couple of weeks ago. When Patrick Mahomes has to make a quick decision at the mm-hmm. line of scrimmage, and make a play right away, a quick decision, get the ball out. He is spectacular. Yes, phenomenal. When, when he has more time to survey the field and it's a little bit more covered up, whether that's dropping into zones or whatever it is, he has a lot more trouble. And, mm-hmm. Kenzie, so I'm wondering, with that in mind, if you're the Eagles – how do you work that to your advantage? And blitzing aside, that we can both agree blitzing is, is not very much of a thing here outside of whoever that extra, uh, that fourth man as a rusher is, wherever you're going to bring him from. How, how do you force him into that spot where it's not taking those quick decisions and you're making him think about it a little bit more? 
Well, I, I, I here's the thing, Carlin, about statistics and averages. Sometimes they can be a bit skewed. So you think this is I, lying? This stat I, is lying? I, I think you have to be careful with it. It's it's okay. situational, right? Because I don't think it's a. It, I'm not it's saying a, give them forever in the pocket to throw. Well, the that's ball. the that's the scenario yeah. that I'm talking about. I'm going to outline yeah. that. It, you know, you don't want to be in a three man pass rush and drop eight and right. just say, "Well, hey, hey, Mahomes, hold the football, and we'll see what happens." Because, you know, if you give this guy enough time, he can be surgical. I think it's a matter of mixing and matching. So you throw him off when it comes to that internal clock. If Pat Mahomes gets comfortable holding the football and staying in the pocket, then you're going to have some trouble as well. So I think it's a matter of being aggressive and trying to hit him. And so I think that's that's the philosophy or that's the approach that this Eagles defense should come into the game with. I don't think it's a layback and, and let Mahomes make the consequential mistake because you're going to give him forever and a day in the pocket. I don't think that's the approach that you want to go down if you're Jonathan Gannon, the D.C. for the Eagles. No, there's no there's no not pass rushing, and there's no dropping eight in any of that. But I, I was interested in the fact that I want to force him to maybe not make the quick decision by not blitzing, right? Mm. Because when you blitz, quick, hot read, makes the right decision, and the next thing you know, you could get burned for an absolutely massive play. So I think that, for me, is really something that's worth watching this week. And then, just being honest here, the high ankle sprain thing, I know that Patrick Mahomes does not think it's any big deal. Yeah. I, I do think it played a little bit of a role in the AFC Championship game. I, I, when he's, you know, he played well. The Bengals are not the Eagles. The Bengals are not the Eagles, especially trying to chase him down. Yeah. So if he lands on, like Diana was telling us earlier, he he is not really in every moment pain anymore. But we know that these are injuries, whenever you hear high ankle sprain, that it, it is five to six to seven weeks. And he's had a time to rest here the last 10 days. I, I don't see how I would wrong uh, how I would be wrong in considering that to be a big part of the Eagles' uh, success. Trying to uh, force him into situations where uh, not that they're going to hit him low on the legs, but where you can get him to the ground and he's going to feel it. Oh, okay, Greg Williams. <laughs> is this Bounty Gate? <laughs> is this no, Carlin it's Gate? Not is that, is that, is that what we're doing? Money on this. No, 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 no. But here's what I'll say, Carlin. You're not wrong. Okay, you, you want to force Pat Mahomes to be uncomfortable, and that means getting him <laughs> off the spot, moving him out of the pocket, get him out of the well, make sure that he's going to his left, and then he's forced to be in situations where he has to really, really drive off of that right leg, which is the leg that he's got the high ankle sprain on. That's what you want to do. Force him to throw on the run going to his left. That means he has to drive off of that right foot. If you can do that, Carlin, I think you give yourself a distinct advantage at uh, of minimizing Pat Mahomes' ability to impact the game through the passing game. So when talking about what the Philadelphia Eagles should do in the simulated pressures, I think if you're going to bring defenders off of the second and third levels, Carlin, that should be on the right side of the Kansas City Chiefs offensive formation. So you force 
Pat, Mah- Pat Mahomes to go to his left. And sometimes in the defensive line groups, using utilizing you know up and unders for the guy that's on the, the left side of the offensive formation and make sure that the guy on the right side runs the hump. So it's a situation where you have the, the rusher that is on the offensive right you know, staying staying high and trying to chase down Pat Mahomes and have the guy that's uh, on the offensive left do an up and under move. So it, it's almost like a high low concept where you're forcing the quarterback to flush um, to that open edge, which is to his left, and try to track him down with the backside pass rusher. So there are a lot of different things that you can do uh, with your rush plan in order to make Pat Mahomes uncomfortable and force him to do things on that high ankle sprain that he's trying to stay away from. You got me over here like John Kreese, uh, you know, screaming, sweep the leg. I mean, I am not doing that. Put well, him in not, a body bag. Well, yeah. Carla, listen, there ain't no, ain't, ain't no tomorrow. It's clear that, like, listen, there's no get him next week. You do what you have you know, to do. There's no get him next week. But that's, that's the other part of this that's fascinating because both of the quarterbacks coming into this game have injuries that they're trying to manage. I think we're going to see different versions of them in terms of their aggressiveness and putting themselves in harm's way in order to get the job done. I really do. Kenty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Tune in to NBA Action tomorrow night. The Warriors host the Lakers, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 8 p.m. Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. Kenty, then there's the flip side. You know Steve Spagnuolo as good as anybody. You played for him. You understand what he is all about. You understand where his mentality is. He is going up against Jalen Hurts. We know that Jalen Hurts has dealt with the shoulder injury. We, we think that he's in pretty good shape at this point. Having said all of that, Canty, how do you stop the RPO game of the Philadelphia Eagles if you're Steve Spagnuolo? I think you try to do what Spags did last year when they matched up in week four of the regular season, which is putting eight defenders in the box, Carlin, a lot of guys in proximity to the line of scrimmage, and you're playing a lot of single high coverages, whether that's cover three, whether that's cover one, man free. You're doing all of those things to put guys at the line of scrimmage to talk the Philadelphia Eagles out of the quarterback zone read run game, but also talk them out of the RPO game. And so that's going to put a lot of pressure on Jalen Hurts to throw the ball down the field outside of the numbers. And that, quite frankly, isn't something that we've seen since the shoulder injury in Week 15 in Chicago. So I'm not saying that Jalen Hurts isn't capable of doing that. But what I am saying is that we haven't seen it in some time now. And so if I'm Spags, we got to find out if this guy's capable of pushing the ball down the field. Because he did have a separated shoulder on his throwing arm. we got to find out if he can consistently do that to the level where he can beat us. Now, if you go back to that game in week four in 2021, Carlin, Jalen Hurts had a day. I mean, he threw the ball over four – I think he threw it 48 times, had 32 completions, 387 yards, two touchdowns to no picks. So Jalen Hurts had a day, and that's without A.J. Brown. So I I, I think that it's a situation where he can do it and he can win from the pocket. But if you're Spags, you got to understand – we certainly know we're going to lose if we allow the Eagles to run and Jalen Hurts to be a big part of it. The, ch- the, the part of the game where we have a fighting chance is if we force Jalen Hurts to be a passer and see if he can get it done that way. Now, I have to tell you, the throw against the 49ers early in the game. To Devontae Smith? Yep. 
down Damn the sideline, across his body, and across his body, Canty, that made me feel shoulders okay. Yeah. We, we, you know, that spot, even though it should have been ruled a non-catch, where he put that ball was so precise, that one throw alleviated my concerns about Jalen Hurts' shoulder at this point. And this is why I'm on the Eagles. There's not a pick-your-poison formula to them that is just bound to work. Like You can say, all right, we're going to try to stop them from running. I do believe he can burn you. And if that's the case, you're going to have one-on-one opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. Um, On the flip side, if you come up and say, we are going to try to stop you from passing the ball, I think he can do you in the other way. So... This is why I'm, I'm so high on this situation. And you know what, Canty, to be clear, as much as I have talked about um, this being a two-touchdown game, yeah. I looked at that game, the, the Chiefs against the Bengals, and I saw a team that had lost three in a row to the Bengals going in that felt like they had an awful lot to prove in that game. And at times, even... Outside of Mahomes a little bit, but specifically with Mahomes, they're limping around that place, and it made you feel like they were fortunate to get out of there with a win. And so that's what has me believing what I believe. If I knew that Patrick Mahomes was 100% healthy and we weren't talking about any of this stuff, I would absolutely be on a very close game in this. I just don't see that right. Well, here's the other thing that we have to talk about, Carlin. When you're dealing with an Andy Reid coach team and you're going up against a fearsome pass rush, the screen game is always going to be involved to slow down the rush. Mm-hmm. And and that's one of the things that, that we've seen this Chiefs offense, in the absence of Tyreek Hill, focus on is throwing the ball to the running backs out of the backfield. Jarrett McKinnon is second on this team in receiving touchdowns for a reason. So I think that a part of what they'll try to do to mitigate the the Philadelphia Eagles pass rush is throwing a lot of screens, Carlin, setting up the screen game, getting those offensive linemen out in space and hat on a hat and try to block it up that way um, and get their skill position players in open field. So I think that, that will be a factor. But I, I'll say this. We've seen some great moments with Pat Mahomes and him not being 100% healthy. We saw it in the AFC Championship game against the Buffalo Bills. We saw it in this game, uh, in the AFC Championship game against the Cincinnati Bengals. He's had moments on big stages where he hasn't been 100% healthy and yet still finds a way to win. Even in the Super Bowl that he won against the, the San Francisco 49ers down in South Beach, he wasn't 100% healthy, Carlin, and yet that guy was able to overcome a double-digit deficit in the fourth quarter. So I don't put anything past Pat Mahomes because you're talking about a guy that has had arguably the best start to his career the first six years in the National Football League. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance. Canty, what do we love to do? We love to make people money. And we're going to do it a few times today. This is the first time coming up, and we have got the prop bets that we love. These are not just off the top of our heads. They are deeply researched, and you'll get them. Next, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, Poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Money! Let's make some... Canty and Carl at ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. So earlier this week, I, I was going through and studying some of the Super Bowl props for this week. Yeah. And going and looking them up, Canty, through some of the uh, statistical databases that are provided to us for our research. And this is for research only (laughs) certainly not anything that we would use to wager anything for our benefit Mm. Mm. certainly Mm. not Mm. but i feel like i should share it with you just so we're all a little bit further enlightened let's put it that way all right because i I am nothing if not educated (laughs) all right so i want to get from you in a minute a couple of your favorite props in this game I'm going to start with Patrick Mahomes to throw an interception in this game. Okay. I And I'm not saying he's going to go out there and get bombed, but I think this is a scenario that lines up for him to throw an interception. He's thrown two in each of his Super Bowl appearances. So he's got four Super Bowl picks altogether, if I am not mistaken. Uh, I would expect Mahomes in a situation like this with the pressure that is going to be brought from the Eagles, not blitzing, but from the front four, and with the corners that they have in Slay and Bradbury, that that opportunity is going to present itself for a Patrick Mahomes interception. What say you? I don't hate it. I don't hate it, especially with the pressure that that Eagles pass rush is capable of generating. I could see a world where Pat Mahomes throws one up, uh, potentially being hit, being flushed, trying to do too much. I I can see that happening, especially against this opportunistic Eagles secondary. So, yeah, I I can envision a world where that's a good bet. I'm with you on that one. Okay, so this is what I'm hearing. That's right. Yeah, yeah. What do you got, number one? Number one, Jalen Hurts. Over 31 and a half 
pass attempts, Carlin. I love mm. this one. I know that everybody's focused on the Eagles' run game, and rightfully so. But if everybody's talking about it, fans, media, you got to know that the Kansas City Chiefs' defensive players are talking about it. The defensive coaches are talking about it. And they're going to do everything they can to talk Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni out of majoring in the run game. That means a lot of guys in the box, a lot of players in proximity to the line of scrimmage. Jalen Hurts having to throw the ball put it in the air in order to move the ball, move the offense. So I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts over 31 and a half pass attempts. Remember, Carlin, when they matched up in 2021 in week four, Jalen Hurts had 48 pass attempts in that game, 32 completions. I love this prop bet. Mm, I like it too. I'm on board. All right. Canty, prop bet number two, Devontae Smith over. Four and a half receptions. All over it. All oh. over it. All over it. It's free money. Let me it's explain free something. money. To our fans out there, this is why you're here. This is why you listen to us. Let me explain this to you. This is a number that is exceptionally important to you. So write it down. Devontae Smith this season has gone over on total receptions 79% of the time. And that is... Average over is four. You have to, have to, have to put some money on Devontae Smith over four and a half total receptions. Only if you're interested in winning. Got to do it. Got to do it. Next for you. Carlin, a lot of great pass rushes in this game. A lot of attention being paid to Hassan Reddick because he knocked out two quarterbacks in the conference championship game. Of course, we know about Chris Jones, who was a finalist for Defensive Player of the Year. But, Carlin, to record a sack, I love Frank Clark. Not not like, love Frank Clark at plus 124 to record a sack. Carlin, he's the active career postseason sack leader. He's got two and a half sacks this postseason alone. Carlin, Frank Clark to get on the board. A lot of attention on that Eagles offensive line is going to be paid to Chris Jones. That means one-on-ones for Frank Clark. He gets Jalen Hurts on the ground in this matchup. Frank Clark to record a sack. You can book it. Oh, you go get that paper. I love it. I love it. I love it. Canty up next. And this is similar to the Devontae Smith prop. Mm. Jarek McKinnon over two and a half receptions. Okay. Jarek McKinnon over two and a half receptions. It's based in two stats or two things in particular. Number one, what you outlined in our number one of the show today. And that is when they are doing their best, the Eagles defense, to get home, the best weapon is the screen game. No doubt. So Jarek McKinnon, you know is going to be a big part of that. He is over two and a half receptions for this game. Two and a half is the number, and I'll give it to you again. Canty, 69% of the time this year. Jarek McKinnon, over two and a half receptions. Hey, how about that? How about that? I got to play that out. I got to play the numbers. Here we are. It's information that you need. That's why you're here. Up next, Canty. Carlin, I know these are short odds, but you have to take it anyway because you know it's going to happen. Carlin, if the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win this game on Sunday, wouldn't you say number 87 in red has to have a big day? Uh, I would. 
Yeah. So I know it's minus 114, but Travis Kelsey to go over 78 and a half receiving yards feels like a layup. It feels like a, like you have to take that. How could Travis Kelsey not go over that mark and the Kansas City Chiefs win the game? It's impossible, right? It's not possible. So Travis Kelsey to go over 78 and a half yards receiving, go ahead and book that as well. Carlin, I'm not going to use the L word, but it's as close to a Lockadini as you could possibly get in this game. Really? 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 Hmm. Well, let me just counter that for a second because I would have thought the exact same thing. And I don't. And here's why. Travis Kelsey, this season, his average over-under in terms of yards catching, uh, in terms of yards, 77.3. Okay? His number here is what? 76? 78 and a half. 78 and a half. Canty, less than 50% of the time he's going over. I hear you, Carlin. But let's see what he does in the Super Bowl on this stage. Okay. I'm telling you, man, Travis Kelsey in this moment against this team, he's got to do it. There is no other path to victory. I There was once upon a time where Tyreek Hill was out there and they could depend on that. They don't have that now. It has to be Travis Kelsey. Okay. Canty, last one for me. And this one will probably surprise you a little bit. Mm. Patrick Mahomes. We are going to go under 38 and a half pass attempts. Under 38 and a half pass attempts. Probably not what you would expect, right? No. Well, here's the thing. When I look at his numbers for the season, he has not gone over 40 times, throwing the ball 40 times nearly as much as you would think. And I would really encourage you to look at what that is because, let's see, the attempt over percentage this year for Patrick Mahomes is, let's see, I just lost it, of course, is just 40%. Only Mm. 40% of the time. And I don't expect him to throw over 40 passes in this game unless they are down by three touchdowns, which even I can't tell you. Mm. Okay. Last one. You got one more for me? Nope, I'm out. That's it? All right. That's it. Canty, I do love the over in the game. You love the over? 51. I love the over. I love it, too. We've I love it so about much. that the last couple of weeks. If love. I was single, I would marry it. That's how much I love it. <laughs> it's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, we're presented by Progressive Insurance, my friends. Listen, do not forget that our friends from FanDuel Sportsbook want to remind you that the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today with promo code PLAY to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner 
of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE NY or text Hope NY to 467-369 in New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. We have decisions that have not been made yet in my household. My household has been an absolute circus this week, Canty. Mm-hmm. It, it's just been, you know, it started with uh, I was up in Bristol for a couple of days uh, after last week when I had taken a day off to try to fix some things around the house, uh, ended up breaking things more around the house, uh, had to get the toilet replaced yesterday after I broke that trying to fix it last week, completely replaced as opposed mm-hmm. to just a tank. So that's a cool, you know, six, seven hundy out the window. Ouch. Yeah, that was a little kick in the pants. Uh, got the dryer fixed. So here's the point. I haven't had a chance to think about what's on the table on Sunday. What's on the Super Bowl table this Sunday? Now, to give you an idea, in years past, I have made mozzarella stuffed meatballs, which have mm-hmm. come out excellent. That uh, I have made I have made the the slow cooking mac and cheese, uh, which has been pretty good, but. I am craving something new this year, and we got all the recipes for the dip. So I ask you this question, and I ask the audience this question as well. What is a must on the Super Bowl food table come Sunday afternoon? A must. Carlin, my wife's jerked 
chicken wings. Now, we put them on the grill when we have a chance. Mm. And, oh, boy, Super Bowl Sunday, we'll have a chance. Now, when you say on the the grill, grill, when you say on the grill, is that on the the smoking green egg? Is that on that? that, Oh, that's on the green egg. Yeah. And I'm getting some hickory wood to burn in there, some hickory wood chips to burn with the charcoal. Yeah. You better believe it, buddy. You better believe it. The grill wings with the jerk sauce is an absolute must for Super Bowl Sunday, Carlin. Absolute must. What about Uh, you? Uh, you know, first of all, when it comes to dips, I am a very, very easygoing guy. Okay. I, pr- I have always preferred to go with the simple onion dip. Not store-bought. Give me a sour cream and a packet of onion soup mix. You put that together with potato chips. That's solid. That's good to go. Okay. But as far as the nachos are concerned... Mm-hmm. There are things that aggravate me about what people do with nachos that it just, it's, you know. Such as? Uh, such as the guys who just take the nachos and the cheese and throw it in the microwave. Uh, oh, come no. on. No, no. You, okay. you got to at least try. You have to try. Yeah. So we will be putting some nachos in the oven with a few different blends of cheese. I got to get some, uh, some sort of a, a chicken on there. I'm a chicken nacho guy. You're a chicken nacho guy. That's I wouldn't have taken you as a chicken nacho guy. I'm a ground beef nacho guy. I'm, I'm not against ground beef. I'm not going all the way to chili nachos, even though I enjoy making chili. Oh, man. Oh, you're missing out, my friend. I, I know. Uh, some, uh, chi- chili cheese nachos? Uh, no, but, but here's uh, the thing. Uh, uh, you know what I'm doing in that moment? Up? I'm being mm. considerate. I'm being considerate. Because it's not about the moment when it's going down the gullet and it tastes so good. It's oh. about a couple hours later. I'm not thinking about that. Well, I'm not. Th- I'm not worried. That's about me. That at all. I consider uh, other people. You have never had any regard. That's you. No, no. I, I mean, it's the Super Bowl. It's one day a year. It should be a national holiday. I'm going all out, Carlin. There is blatant disregard for all of that. I'm living in the moment. I'm enjoying all the food and I'm enjoying the last football Sunday that we're going to have for quite some time. Let's welcome in Stash, our producer, Eric Hanneman, who is uh, also one of our producers. Hanneman, I will go to you first because, as I've said many times, I respect your opinion the least when it comes to food takes uh, based on what happened the other day at the dip uh, and chip competition judging. Uh, What is a must on your table this Sunday? Uh, It's got to be wings, just just straight chicken wings. Is it is it just super straight chicken? Hot? Wing? I mean, how are the wings? Buffalo, how are the wings dressed up? Uh, yeah. Buffalo wings. Uh, buffalo okay. wings. Okay. All right. You just All want right. plain? You want a mild? Is that what you want? I'll, I'll go hot. I'll go hot, and then I need a side of blue cheese and celery. Uh, okay. As your blue cheese guy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. A man after my own heart. I like the blue cheese. Interestingly enough, Carlin, I'm blue cheese with my wings, but I'm ranch with my fries. Uh, okay, I buy that. That's you buy that? Okay, okay. That's acceptable. I just want to make sure I'm not out of bounds. No. Stash, the must on your table. Oh, absolutely. It has to be a Rotel dip, which is a big block of Velveeta, can of Rotel, some Jimmy Dean sausage, maybe mm-hmm. some hot sauce or taco seasoning mixed in. I'm going to sound ignorant for a second. What is Rotel? So it's like canned tomato and pepper. Okay. And you pick it up at your grocery store. It's, yep. And it's just amazing. If I'm going to have a queso, it needs to be a warm queso. 
It needs to be warm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I would say this. Canty, here's the other thing I want for my queso. Mm. I want to leave it for five minutes, and there is a, a nice, juicy film right on top of it. Nice. Carlin, I got to <laughs> say this. I know you judged the chip and dip competition this week. Yeah. That sausage dip, I'm definitely getting involved with that, too, this Super Bowl Sunday. Oh. Yeah. We've got the recipes. Bacon, cheeseburger, dip. Let's just say we're kicking it around a little. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.